Hi, and welcome to the podcast version of Between the Lines. Thanks for tuning in. If you want to hear or see more episodes and become a patron to get exclusive content and help keep our program going, just visit barrykibrick.com. Enjoy. We are constantly told that to live a fulfilled life, we must follow our dreams. There's not a self-help book, motivational speaker, or TV show that doesn't beat that drum. Well, I believe it may be time for a new beat. If all we do is dream and don't follow it up with the hard work, persistence, and guidance that the real world provides, that dream state alone will never do the trick. In fact, it may even cause harm. But if we do dare to dream and even dream big and then pursue that with all the passion and effort required, you just may find that your reality even surpasses your dream. I'm Barry Kibrick, and it's time to stop being just a dreamer and start being a doer to fulfill the dream and turn it even into a better reality. Between the Lines with Barry Kibrick is made possible in part by the following contributors. A complete list of funders is available at barrykibrick.com. Now I must start by repeating that I know everyone means well when they hype the thought of living your dream. And I don't want to discourage anyone from doing all they possibly can to live a life that fills their deepest desires, passions, and their dreams. However, working to fulfill your desire is much different from dreaming about a success you may want without putting in the effort that you need. Remember the wise words of the great sages, the Rolling Stones. You can't always get what you want, but you will get what you need. And what you need is to work to make that dream come true, or even maybe to pivot just a little bit to make an even better dream materialize. Now, many dreams have to do with financial success. In fact, even if it's a dream with no financial success, you still want to succeed at your dream. And Let's be honest, if we're going to be truthful, many dreams do have some sort of fame or fortune attached to them, because that's what almost everyone dreams about, myself included. In fact, I actually have some minute fame, just no fortune. I need to work on that part of the dream a bit harder, but I am blessed with so much else that I never dreamed of. And that's the very key point. If you only focus on your dream, you are blinded to any other aspect of a rich potential life. You may be missing out on even better things that you never even dreamed of. A wonderful family, great friends, and for me, the opportunity to talk with you on a weekly basis. You see, this never was a dream I really had. I had 
many things happened to me that allowed this randomness of the universe just to spin in the right direction. I wish it passed a bank or two on the way, but I wouldn't trade it for anything. In fact, even though I never really dreamed about doing what I'm doing, it is a very close pivot from what my initial dream was, and it turned out so much better. So let's talk a little about a dream pivot. One of the classic uses of the word pivot is in basketball. It's when a player keeps one foot planted on the ground while he turns around looking for either an open person to pass to or to clear himself to take the shot. It is also used commonly in business, especially in the high-tech business world. It's when a business or even a new invention or a piece of software was heading in one direction but needed to make a slight sift, a small little shift and tweak for the organization to truly thrive. Let me give you a few personal examples of how this works. I, for instance, did dream of always doing something in television. I started by being a sportscaster for KIMO-TV the ABC affiliate in Anchorage, Alaska, which, by the way, was never planned. But thank goodness for a simple twist of fate, it happened. The fact is, I thought I was living my dream without even putting much effort into it. It truly is a cool story how it all came down, but I must leave that for another time. But after about a year or so, after I started, I, I just didn't get the satisfaction I was expecting to feel, even though it was my initial dream coming true. Then, while taking a break from preparing the nightly newscast, I started watching a little TV. On the air at the time, from the early 80s, was the hit show, Taxi. I wonder if you remember Taxi. Boom, it hit me. That's the type of TV I needed to do to fulfill my dream. I wanted to make great TV sitcoms like Taxi that had a powerful message behind each and every episode. As a cocky young man, I had no qualms about going to my news director a truly great man that to this day has influenced me almost like no other. But I told him, I'm giving you two weeks notice and off to Hollywood I go. He understood, but didn't think it was a really good move. And he also really wanted me to stay. He offered me the chance to be the anchor for the late evening news. It would have been a big move up with a pay raise, but there was no turning back. I had a new dream to pursue, even if it left being an anchor man in Anchorage behind. So with very little savings and absolutely no contacts 
I made my way to LA to dream the big one. Well, to make a long story even just a little bit longer, after five years in LA of doing odd jobs like installing sprinkler systems, building warehouse shelving, managing an apartment building, and not to mention my stint as a security guard. Kevin James had nothing on me. It was, however, time to pivot once again. Now, mind you, during all this time, I did work at my dream as well. I knocked out, I was three full-length scripts. I wrote three spec episodes for existing TV shows and had over a dozen show treatments written and ready to go. I even had an agent. Just not a single gig that even came close to my dream. So time to pivot. And like the guy on the court, I'm keeping one foot planted, but looking for an opening, either to make a pass or take maybe one more shot. I took that shot, called an old friend who knew a friend that knew a friend who was leaving a job in at that time the realm known as reality television. It still is called the same. Now, the television I wanted to do, that was not it, but still potentially a paying gig in my dream field. Not necessarily my field of dreams, but a dream field which still gives you a chance to take a swing. Now, I can go on and tell you all that happened during the next 30 years, but suffice it to say, I did get a job as a creator and producer of comedy shows on TV. And guess what? That dream fell short of my expectations as well. To make matters even tougher, I couldn't get another gig like it, even if I wanted to. But that's also another story for another time. But if all that didn't happen, I would never have had this opportunity, a dream so much greater than I ever imagined. The bottom line, none of what I accomplished in the past comes remotely close to what I ever dreamed of, a chance to talk directly with you. Not only is this more than a dream come true, it's better than anything I ever dreamed of. I feel so grateful to be able to do this. And I know this all along, that this must have been my true mission. It truly is my passion, and nothing what I thought of doing could ever have given me the satisfaction I get by talking with you on a weekly basis. Reading your lovely emails, your comments on my YouTube channel, all of it fills me with such great joy and purpose. In fact, the only concern whenever you get to experience a dream fulfilled is the ability to keep it going. Now, 
It's never as hard as pulling it off in the first place, but it surely is a close second. And it is always an ever-present struggle. That's something so important to emphasize. In fact, all the talking heads and supposed gurus who continue to proselytize the importance of living your dream even if a few of them do mention the work you need to put into achieving it, they almost never bring up the effort it takes to keep it going. And that's when just dreaming or being misled that all you have to do is dream and it will somehow, through the power of positive thinking, manifest itself can lead you to a state of depression. For surely, if that person on the TV or a particular celebrity that you admire says that all you have to do is live your dream, and no matter what you do, you cannot, then you have to feel like you've, you've somehow failed. And it's just not true. You just have to see all the things you have accomplished, even if they don't seem to be dreamlike. Now, in order to do that, you have to know what you want to do, not what you think you must achieve. Let me give you some examples. If you dream of winning a Grammy, odds are you are never going to live that dream. If, however, you dream of being a musician, that you can accomplish by simply taking music lessons, or now by watching a how-to video on YouTube, or by teaching yourself. You could maybe win a Grammy, sure, but if not, you're still living your dream. If you dream of winning the Oscar, the same thing. But if you dream of being a filmmaker, pick up your iPhone and start making a film. You see, the process of truly living a dream means that you don't dream of the accomplishment, dream of the work you want to do with your life. That's what's important. So when you want to live your dream, just be aware of the effort required to pull it off and that you may have to pivot a bit in order to make that happen. I'm going to give you a few more examples from real life and people I personally know. I know a young man who always, from the first day of his first memories, wanted to be a fireman. Now I know, that sounds like the classic young boy dream, but this is true, nonetheless. As he began applying for jobs, he did well on all of his exams, but there were just no job openings available. He then learned that if he wanted to be a fireman, he may have to pivot a bit and become a paramedic first. That would, they told him, move him up on the various waiting lists. So back to school he went, gets all the necessary credentials, but still no job openings, at least not where he wanted to work. Now that's another type of pivot you may have to be flexible enough to literally move. And sure enough, with all his credentials in tow, 
he went to a much smaller town that really could use someone who had his desire and the preliminary paramedic credentials to boot. Now, years later, he is a very well-seasoned and experienced fireman who not only lives his dream, but loves it. And he teaches how rookies can become great firemen and women to boot. Let me give you another classic example. Pivoting your dream to create an even better reality. In fact, I was privileged to have this person on my show a while back. I've mentioned her before because she just is that remarkable. And what made her so had nothing to do with her initial dream. In fact, it had to do with pivoting her original dream that let her live a life so much more fulfilling and so much more memorable than she could have ever dreamed of or imagined living in her life. Her name is Valerie Condos Field, one of the greatest coaches of women's gymnastics. Now, Valerie's dream was never to be a gymnastics coach, nor did she ever even attempt to participate in the sport. You see, Valerie was a dancer. Her first dream was to be a prima ballerina. But as she admits, her body type was not the typical ballerina body type. Yet she loved to dance. Dancing set her free and the passion she had for dance was undeniable. So one would think that being told you will never be a ballerina, or for that matter, any other type of professional dancer, you'd think that would be a setback that would turn any dream into a nightmare. But Valerie's spirit, tenacity, and love for life and dance would never let that happen. Without telling her life story, because she did quite a great job in her book, Life is Short, Don't Wait to Dance. And for many of you dreamers out there who want to see how to turn any adversity into a beautiful dream, filled reality, and really a life unimagined, I highly recommend it. So Valerie's pivot was to teach the women who did floor gymnastics the best way to incorporate dance into their routines. She was so good at working with the young girls that the UCLA athletic director said she should be the head coach of the team. Now here is a woman who never even did a cartwheel or a forward roll, and now she is put into a position to coach a major college gymnastics team? Sure, she was hesitant at first, but remember, dreams are big. And if you have to go big, you must to fulfill them. This time, I will make the long story short. As head coach of the UCLA women's gymnastics team, she's won seven NCAA championship titles and was just named the Pac-12 coach of the century. Talk about living a dream, or maybe a reality that turned into a dream. Now, a few classic big-time dreamers, some who knew what they wanted to do at an early age, 
but had to pivot numerous times to get there, are some of Hollywood's great directors. And though some may have been young when they still got to helm their first film, they all had to pay their dues, which included a lot of pivoting. Let's take Quentin Tarantino, for instance. Staying in his field of dreams, but not fulfilling his dream, he started out as an usher in an adult film theater. I personally can't imagine anything worse. He worked as a film extra, worked as a video store clerk, was an assistant to a TV producer. He even tried his hand at being an Elvis impersonator, then shifted to a recruiter for a corporate aerospace company and numerous other paths before one of the scripts he was working on at the time he was going through all of this became a film. Now, he literally hated how the film turned out, but the door was now open for him to direct. And today, he's not only living his dream, he's one of the most creative film directors of our time. Then there's Barry Jenkins, a young filmmaker who failed at first at being a filmmaker and who landed a job at Oprah's film company as an assistant. No, not an assistant director, an assistant who got the coffee and the mail. And although in his field, it got him nowhere, he had to even end up leaving to sell clothes at a Banana Republic store. It took him years of odd jobs and scripts before he had the opportunity to direct the acclaimed film, Moonlight. The point about all these situations is the difference between having a dream and being a dreamer. Dreamers float through life with no real plans. One who has a dream also needs to be a doer. They take a path, any path they can find, to either fulfill their dream or find another. Psychologist Bill Now said some very simple advice that holds true. To turn around from being a dreamer to being a doer is just to stop asking what if and start saying, let's go. Yes, that might ruin the perfect dream you have in your head because you can't perform without a lot of mess in between stuff, but it leads you somewhere rather than keeping you immobilized. Plus, you also need to have a good sense of balance and most important, a good sense of humor. A balance between what you're dreaming of and what you can actually do. And that balance may be the hardest thing to know, but you know what? So what? If you have humor at your side, you can laugh at your own foibles and continue to press on. In the long run, the best you can do is the best you can do. I have a theory. I call it radical moderation. It's a natural oxymoron like jumbo shrimp, but it helps me keep things in perspective. Sometimes, I truly never find anything that works all the time. 
but the thought of radical moderation allows me the freedom to go all out in moderation. In fact, my news director that I mentioned earlier always told me, never give 100%. 90% is just fine, because you'll never know when you'll need that extra 10. In fact, that's been backed up by the renowned neurologist and psychiatrist, Dr. David Burns, who wrote the best-selling book, Feeling Good. He believes you should only strive for between 40 to 80% of what your goal is because that way you'll find it hard not to exceed. And the extra benefits is you'll enjoy the experience much more than you would otherwise. And then he's backed up by the great sports psychologist, John Elliott, who tells his athletes that nothing discourages the concentration to perform well than worrying about the outcome. Remember, the goal is not perfection. The goal is to become a doer and to fulfill your passion. I'm Barry Kibrick. If you do that and you're lucky, you may even find something better than the perfect dream. And I know that's what you can do. If you'd like to see additional episodes, listen to my podcast or connect with me personally, feel free to reach me at my website, www.barrykibrick.com. Until then, dream on, folks, but keep one foot planted firmly on the ground, for you never know what will grow, and it might just sprout into something better than you'd ever dream of. Till next time.